0: Welcome to the Mindset Mastery Show with George Reister, your host. Today, I have one of the most, the most interesting guests I've ever had on the show. A young brother with a lot of dreams and ambitions, goals. And I want to find out about his journey. Devon Travell is his name. Remember the name? Because you won't ever forget it after today. <laughs> yes, sir. That's
1: love, George.
0: Appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, no problem, bro. I was just sharing with... Uh, Devon, before we came on air, you know, uh, you know, this he's got an interesting journey. I want to talk about his board game. I want to talk about his journey, how he got there to where he is right now. A smart brother. Now, you, you ever see a brother, you want to tap into some wisdom? This is a brother that's a deep brother right here. Always, you know, socially uh, conscious. His objective, you know, he and his wife, lovely wife, have some things and, oh, yeah. that they're, they're, they're branching out to do, and I want to get him to share on that as well. But let's start out. With the journey okay. of this board game, Black Wall Street. When when I saw this game, your father I actually met his father is how we actually came <laughs> into came into contact. Because he said, "Shout know, out so, to the king, the king, man, the king." I don't know what happened. You just have a connection. We're on a golf course, of, you know, of all places where they say most of the millions are made and kept, and yeah. and you, all the links and everything happened happened on the golf course. So he was so enthusiastic about sharing about his son. And I have a son too. So I can relate to the father-son mm-hmm. connection and the love they shared there. And, and and I just want to tell you, your dad is an awesome man. Oh yeah. I can't wait to see him again. And let's talk about Black Wall Street. Let's tell me about it. the tell me about the journey of this and how it happened.
1: And so there, there's a lot of backstory even before we get to the creation of the game, but I'll focus on the game and maybe we'll get into the early earlier backstory later on. Oh yeah, um, definitely. So I work in education and I've been in education since about 2012 as a, as a volunteer, as a student leader. And one of the the, the, the key things that I always see is financial literacy is, is kind of missing with our middle school students, with our high school students, like what are student loans, what's deferred, what's undeferred, um, like how do you get in, into the real estate market, how you get in the stock market, how do you make money in college and beyond. There's all of those questions as I was coming up in college and in education were usually coming up and I was kind of informally teaching it, but I didn't even have like all the knowledge that I needed. Fast forward to about 2017, I graduated from college, got my first job working for uh, UC Riverside. So shout out to Riverside, shout out to IE, a lot of love. Um, <laughs> and I volunteer with this camp. It's called the uh, the Village Nation Unicamp with Fluke Fluker, where we take kids from, you know Fluke?
0: That's my boy. That's, your <laughs> boy? Hey,
1: That's Fluker, my though. boy. Oh, yeah. Fluke's good Man. people. We, we need to all get together for, for lunch and dinner sometime, for sure. Yeah, um is. But Fluke Flu hit me up. He was like, yo, I'm doing this summer camp, but there's no Black males. I need you, and I need you to bring any other Black males you can, because I want a strong Black male presence at this camp. And I was like, I got you, Fluke. Um, and background, I went to El Camino where Fluke ah, used to teach. Um, I, I started know. the BSU at the high school. So we started the yeah. whole like, be the solution, go out to Skid Row. Like we were doing that way, way back in the day. So me and Fluke ah. been you know kind of, kind of in in the works for a while, but now like we're working together as professionals. So it's a okay. little bit different level. Um, but went up to the summer camp. And if you've, if you've been there before, when you go to the camp, you need to create a camper name.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the idea is you're separating yourself from maybe the trauma that you experience at home, the trauma that you may be experiencing your neighborhood. So you wanna separate your, your name that people call you back home and you create whatever nickname you want that that empowers you, that affirms your real identity. So it can be, you know, King, it can be Queen, Butterfly, Beyonce, whatever you wanna call yourself. Yeah. For me, I called myself Black Wall Street, right? Oh. So I went up there And all the kids, like, oh, what's your name? What's your name? And I was like, Black Wall Street, Black Wall Street. And they're like, what's that? (laughs) I was like,
0: what? (laughs) Y'all don't know a
1: black. No, is that like, you know, the the stock market? Like, no, y'all don't know. So, leaving the camp, I had the idea how can I teach these kids about Black Wall Street? Like, just the summer camp. How can I teach these summer camp scholars about Black Wall Street? So, I called the queen and I was like, queen. And at this time we weren't married, we were, we were uh, engaged. But I was like, Queen, what do you think about this? A game that's built on the history of Black Wall Street. And she was like, ooh, that's a good idea, but I feel like that already exists. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know what, May, maybe. You know. So I, I did a little search and I was like, Black Wall Street games, uh, Black history, financial games, Black monopoly games. George, the pure ignorance that was on the internet right? Just stereotypes, jail, prison, drugs, baby mama drama, like all types of just negative stereotypes that may be a part of our community, but isn't our identity and for sure isn't built on black excellence. So- Seeing those games just fueled the fire even more. We were like, oh, that's, that's no good. We're gonna make a game built on Tulsa's real history. We're gonna build a game built on the identities and values of black excellence. And the next year that I come back to this camp, I'm gonna have games to give out to these students. And you can wow. ask Fluke, that's exactly what we did. We came back, we had the, the first edition. Well, actually we came back with the prototypes, to be honest, okay. we, didn't, we didn't even have these yet. We came okay. back with the prototypes. And okay. we gave out the prototypes. Fluke has a prototype. And then we just kept developing from there, making the game better and better.
0: Wow, that's incredible, man. You got me fired up. I, I'm thinking we gonna have a, a few minute conversation. I'm about to jump out of my seat over here. <laughs> 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 because it, we need that inspiration. We need that mm-hmm. guidance. And when you talk about Fluke, I've been knowing Fluke, God, I can't even tell you, since the I can member, Mm. Since 1990, yeah, mm. oh man, it's been that deep because my son mm. was in in high school at at that time when Fluke was coaching in high school. So like they were he was at Cleveland, yeah. and so and then and so my son was playing at Silmar mm. at the time, and so everybody knew my son because he he was a, a very good basketball player, and he also played uh, football. Mm. So we met like that, and then ever since then we we always seem to keep interacting and finding ourselves crossing each other paths at mm. some place or another. So we've had a long history, and that brother is doing some amazing work.
1: Oh, and yeah. so
0: now, I mean, just it, see, just a little bit, one connection leads to another. You know, I met your father. Now we're on the phone. Now we, I mean, now we're on the line. Now we're talking about Fluke again. Here's Fluke all over again. Yep, an incredible brother. And so now with Black Wall Street, mm-hmm. um, because most people, like I said, don't have the history of the knowledge and you know, it took place in 1921, it was a two-day event and all the things that, and the massacre that took place. Mm-hmm. How did the kids receive that information and what do you think encouraged and inspired them to maybe dig a little deeper and change some philosophies and habits that they may have just because you shared that information with them?
1: Yeah. So I want to do a quick highlight of, of the game and on the, the cover of it, they okay. we do have a, a little brief history of what Black Wall Street was. And okay. then on, on the back, there's also a timeline that will go through how Black Wall Street was was built and then of course ultimately destroyed. But we, we really want to focus on the 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 pre-destruction part, like how okay. it Built, um, like how the, the the Indians traveled to Oklahoma and they had with them freed and enslaved African Americans. And then once the treaty of 1866 was signed, which freed the Native Americans in or freed the African Americans in Native American territories, that's okay. when Tulsa and all the other black cities were able to really boom because they were free. But yes. the, the kids playing the game, they react because they don't know the history, right? right. They, they, don't, they don't know how it ended. So they just see it as. A, a black excellence uh, game. And okay. I've, I've seen uh, kids be like, oh, there's black people on this game. Like they're they're surprised. And like it, it just kind of warms them a little bit. Like there's people that look like me on this board game. When you look yeah. at the money, there's black people on this money. So I think mm-hmm. that that kind of empowers them a little bit. And mm-hmm. then Getting into a little bit of the mechanics of the game, and I have a, a really good example of how a, a student reacted. So the okay. mechanics of the game are you roll around the board, and on the board are real Tulsa historic black businesses, right? So like okay. Madam CJ Walker Beauty Salon, Williams Dreamland Theater, Booker T. Washington High School, Uncle Steve's Barbecue, you know, Tulsa Star, like all types yeah. of businesses that existed during that yeah. time are on the board. And as a player, you have two options. You can land on Madam C J Walker Beauty Salon and get your hair done, right? Or get your, get your beard trimmed up, get your head shaved, whatever you got to do, get your locks relocked, whatever you do. Or you can own Madam C J Walker Beauty Salon as a sole proprietor. So and then when someone else lands on it, they pay you. And right. then once you own it as a sole proprietor, you can reinvest and make it an LLC. And then once you own all beauty salons or all barbershops or all restaurants, right, all of one particular market, you then can start creating individual corporations. So it's ah. we're trying to get folks in the in the rhythm of buying businesses in the rhythm yes. of investing in businesses um, legitimately. Yes. Now, the funny part is <laughs> there is these kids playing and I think they landed on Uncle Steve's Barbecue they landed on Uncle Steve's barbecue like five or six times, right? And they only used it every time. Use, 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 use. And on that sixth time that they landed on it, they are like, man, I should have just bought it the first time.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
1: So You're, you getting get it. It. Yes. You're getting it. So I, yeah. I love it. I think, you know, uh, t- t- trying to be as unbiased as possible. And yes. it, it definitely took a lot of iterations, but I think the, the game mechanics that we have right now, the students are able to really passively learn about money management. They're able to yeah. passively learn about the history of Tulsa's Black Wall Street through reading the businesses, the, the venture cars, the business cards, like all of that. They're consuming the knowledge, but in a fun
0: way. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Because you, you're teaching them business structure, how to build from the ground up, how to see yourself. As an owner, not just the user of a particular business,
1: exactly that
0: is so awesome because, you know, my son and I we just had a conversation last night and we were talking about it was actually inspired by your game. I'm not gonna not gonna give you props for this one. Love it. And, and we're, we were talking about. The way. Okay. Oh, praise God. So <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about it because he's going through a program right now and he wants to uh use his resources to invest in uh, Black businesses and, and, and uh, new startups and things like that. And so as, I, as he and I were talking, it's not that we want to alienate any other business or any other sector of people that are doing business, but we want to make sure that we understand the value of our dollar and
1: yeah. how to
0: use it and how to strengthen our community as Blacks. and. In, in this country and, and understand right. our value in the country so that we can grow and continue to, to take that same concept as Black Wall Street and just develop each other. It's all about our sharing and developing each other. And that's what you and, and I, you know, as I did some research on your wife, you guys are really trying to be, make people conscious mm-hmm. of who we are, what we possess, what we have and what we can have right. by just knowledge and applying that knowledge and that's a beautiful thing, bro. That's why I couldn't wait to get you on this show, Thank man. You. That's why Appreciate I couldn't it. wait. Yeah,
1: yeah, I definitely you know that the queen has her own, you know, superpowers and things that she's doing. Like she's really into into health, um, uh, and that that's kind of how our business started. But mm-hmm. yeah. I won't dive too deep into it, but yeah, the queen's a superhero and doing her own thing on her own right, has her seven smoothies to, to live her best life. Uh, what else she got? She got an intermittent fasting plan out there to make sure that everybody, but specifically for for the Black community, but these are things that can help anyone out there, making sure that everyone's get, getting healthy, especially during COVID times, boosting
0: that immune system, all that good stuff. Oh, man, that, listen. Don't feel like this is restricted to you. You can dive into the queen anytime you want to. I'm all about uplifting the queen, baby, because I got one myself at the house. So I definitely want you you to share whatever's on your heart, whatever you believe that this time, a point in time that we're here right now, Mm. don't feel any uh, restrictions as far as to our conversation. Because really, this is about you today. It's not about me. It's about you and, and your gift, and I just couldn't help. And, and just, I woke up early this morning, bro. I'm an early riser. I got up like about four o'clock this morning. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to talk to this brother. I'm like, I've been fired up. You got the black uh, art in the background. You about to make me oh, really just come over there and take some of it from you right now. Oh no, don't do like... that, oh
1: no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh
1: man, first, first of all, before I dive into this random tangent, I appreciate your energy. <laughs> I don't know if this is the energy you always have. Well, actually, no, I've watched like two videos. You always have pretty good energy. So I love it, especially in the morning. It makes it makes the interview <laughs> easy yes. for sure. Um, yes. But I love art and I can't, can't is a strong word. I'm not the best <laughs> graphic artist myself. Even when it mm-hmm. came to the game, I needed to pull in, you know, my, my good brother Markel in order to actually do the graphics behind it but I love black art, I love what it stands for. Most of these pieces I got from my friend. Um, and if you see in the background, uh, the, the young man right there behind me, that's actually O.W. Gurley.
0: So ah. O.W.
1: Gurley is one of the founders of Tulsa's Black Wall Street. And you know, back in like 1904, 1905, he bought 40 acres in Tulsa and he only sold or used that acreage for black families or black businesses. So I had my, my, my good friend TJ Taylor. He went ahead and did a nice portrait. And if you look closely, there's like a kid standing in front of the painting, and in mm-hmm. his backpack is Black Wall Street the Board Game.
0: Wow. <laughs> I love that.
1: <laughs> um, oh, he- Yeah, he did his thing with the details. I didn't get any direction. I was just like, give me a portrait of O.W. Gurley, make it about Black Wealth. And then he came back with that. I was like, oh, you did it. Oh, man, definitely. Uh, But the the next edition that we're working on for Black Wall Street, the board game, is called the Masterpiece Edition. And I have a sample right here. It's not officially out yet, but this is going to be the the Masterpiece Edition coming out in June. And... (laughs) With that, what we did was O.W. Gurley and 14 other unique commissioned art pieces are now gonna be on the actual board itself right so we're working with artists literally from all over the world we got folks from tulsa from la from oakland from dallas from england and they've all you know painted amazing or 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 did a drawing of something amazing that reflects black history or reflects tulsa's black wall street and we're Mm -hmm. featuring that on our game and of course going to have like a mini uh virtual art gallery within our rule book as well to highlight all of the the art pieces too
0: oh bro you just you see, here you go, make it. got my wheels turning, you got my Uh-oh. wheels turning. You make me think about something. I got something I'm gonna hook you up with that I think may be a blessing, not just for you, but some for some other people too. Uh, but I had a, 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 a lady on my show, her name is Rosalind Withers. Okay, her family owns the black, um, uh, it's called Withers Collection the Black Museum in Memphis. You heard of the Black History Museum in Memphis? hmm Okay, they're connected. Yes, Roslyn Withers, look that name up. You gonna remember, I mean, there's some things that, that, that you're gonna remember from because her father was the first official uh, photographer for, for the NAACP. Wow. He was the first Black policeman in Memphis, Tennessee. It's on Peel Street? On Bill Street. Oh, Bill Street. Yeah. Bill Street, L.A. You know Bill Street in, in Memphis. That's well, the Louis Armstrong. That's a famous street uh, for musicians and music. And uh, but they have an archive of over one point nine million photographs. Wow. Of Black history and the Civil Rights Movement. Wow. Now I want you to digest that one for a minute, and we're gonna come back to that off air, because. You said that all right there. Well, because because there are some things I might you know might want to talk about, and I don't want to give yeah. your some things away that's for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying it's for somebody else that may be taking run with that 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 will that that connection will will help further your your progress in your games and any other things that you may have that you, that God's put in you to bring forth. So so yeah, I want that to be for you.
1: Oh, yeah, love that. Let's yeah, definitely yeah, have that.
0: Yes, yes. But uh, the images they have are, are, are unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Emmett Till, they probably have the only original pictures of Emmett Till's death. And you'll see it when you go to that website and all that, you know, from Martin Luther King to that whole movement. I Am Man, those pictures, those come from her father. Those are in their archive. And mm. a lot of their photos are now in the National Museum in Washington, D.C., you know, house at Stone Mountain, you know, Stone Mountain Archives, all of mm. the, you know, artifacts that are really, really uh, unique and of major value. Mm. So, uh, yeah, we'll check that out. yeah, yeah, you want to check that out, brother, because it may be something that you can use for your board games in the future and, you know, different things like that. Mm-hmm. So uh I don't know how I got off on of that, but, but I just connection. I always like I'm a connector of people, man. For some reason, you know, God has put me in that type of position where I, I can usually connect the dots and you know help other people. So uh now I want to go back to because I, I I'm so fascinated with this board game. And in, in the beginning of it, you talked about what led you to that. Let's talk about oh. that a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just dig deep yeah. for me for a little bit.
1: Yeah, let's do it. So it's it's going to be a little bit of mistakes in here, which um, I, I love sharing the mistakes. I feel like, you know, there's other people that may be on this same road. And if I can tell you, hey, turn left instead of turn to right, because I turned right and it didn't work out that <laughs> way. So I, I want to give folks those directions. So okay. when we first started in business, we actually started with the, uh, the health company. Right. So we both graduated from from UC Davis, 2016.
0: And we, oh, 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 I'm sorry, I got to interrupt you for a second. Yes, UC sir. Davis, UC Davis, yep. you get the. I don't know if you know people know that UC Davis is one of the hardest schools to get in in America, that is the academic school. Yes, so, this brother bro. tell me he graduated from UC Davis. I just gave your props to UC Davis that you're going to UC Davis. Go ahead, bro. I, I just happen to know about <laughs> because I coached masters, I said athletes there in the play sports stuff like that, but mm. I know UC Davis. So you go ahead, go ahead finish. Yeah, the story.
1: It, it's it's definitely up there, top top twenty schools in America. But um, so me and the queen went there, and 2016 we were graduating, and we were trying to kind of step into you know ad- adulthood, whatever that looks like when you're 22 graduating from college, try to step into adulthood, and we were realizing that a lot of our family members had some health disparities, right? Whether it was cancer, diabetes, uh, uh, some l- lung disease, heart disease, and we were trying to figure out how can we ourselves live a, a healthy lifestyle so that that doesn't happen to us 40 years from now, 50 years from now, and we can okay. be there fully for our kids, grandkids, you know, great grandkids, whatever we're, we're mm-hmm. blessed with. Um, yes. And how can we also start to, to teach these things to our friends and family? right? Right. So uh, we we gave up pork, or at least I gave up pork in like 2012. We stopped drinking soda in like 2013. Uh, I stopped eating meat 2016. So it was just like slow, slowly doing things. So in 2016, we kind of put it together into a business called TH4 or True Health Forever, right? And the aspect was, we're going to focus on social health, physical health, spiritual health, and economic health. These are our four pillars of health that we're going to focus on. And we do have a podcast, the True Health Forever podcast, weekly episodes, me and the queen there. So if you do want to meet the queen, head to True Health Forever on any podcast, and you'll be able to, to find it and really hear her excellence and brilliance as well. But we started True Health Forever and we were just blogging, right? At first we were just blogging. I moved down to the IE. She got her first job in Oakland. So we were, we were separated, um, but still together, but we were just, you know, blogging, making videos, trying to do holistic health. Okay, That was 2016. 2017, the board game idea was brought to us, right, by, by the universe, by God, whoever you want to say. The board game was just brought to us. And it, to, all, to us, it fell perfectly into economic health. It was already okay. a pillar of TH4 um it it folded in with the black community so in our head it made sense to sell this black history board game through our true health forever brand now just because it makes sense to you (laughs) does not mean it makes sense to your customers right yes because a lot of people um like once the, the board game first went out there and it went went on social media and people started sharing it people knew us first from the board game. They had no idea what TH4 was. They saw the board game and then they started following True Health Forever, but and then they bought the board game and then on their credit card, it would say True Health Forever. And they would, they would think that it's something that they didn't purchase. Cause they were like, yeah. I didn't purchase any supplements. I didn't purchase a gym membership. I purchased the board game. What's this? So we even have people that were like asking for refunds. Uh, we had people that were like, uh, is this a scam? This is a health company, but they're selling a board game. And so long story short, it was just a lot of, (laughs) a lot of, a lot of customer confusion, understandably, not everyone knows your, your full vision. Right. So we had to create a separate Instagram, right? So we had the true forever Instagram and now the play black wall street Instagram, we had to create a separate website. We have the true forever website. And now we have the play black wall street website, separate emails. We needed to create a a separate DBA just to make sure everything was completely. Copacetic. So long story short it started as a health company and we still have the health company. We've been growing on it. Um, Although a lot of the energy is kind of going towards black wall street right now. um, Mm -hmm. It's still a a holistic health company. with just kind of to play black wall street under that larger
0: umbrella. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. That's pretty deep. That's good. It's good that you had the wisdom and foresight after, you know, trial and error to, you know, separate things and really get to understand how the business work and what the customer was thinking and versus what you were thinking. Cause like you said, a lot of businesses fail because they fail to do that. They want to stay with, yeah, they want to do what they want to do rather than what the, what the audience and what the consumer is asking for. And you chose to make a a change and and get that straightened out.
1: Exactly. And I'll be, (laughs) <laughs> Again, I like being transparent. It took me like a month or two to make that change. Cause so I was like, what do you mean? Economic health is a part of our pillars. It makes sense. But after yes. it kept happening and the yeah. emails and eventually you start losing time and you start losing money, right? Cause yes. if people are asking for refunds because they think this is a fraud, that's money we're losing. If people keep emailing you like confusing that's time you're losing. So eventually yeah. it just, it makes sense to make the jump. And one more little nugget, there's this book called the 22 Immutable Laws of Marketing. Right, so it's a great, it's really short book. It's like maybe a hundred pages, really good. But one of the laws is the law of perception, right? And it's Mm -hmm. understanding that your, your strength as a brand, your strength as a company, is how your customers perceive you. And you need to use that to your advantage. So if your customers perceive True Health Forever as a health business, then maybe it doesn't make sense to sell a a board game through a health business. Now you need to create a board game business so that when customers look at this play Black Wall Street, they see, oh, board game business, Black Wall Street. Oh, I'm buying Black Wall Street, the board game. That makes sense. My perception is in line.
0: Wow, excellent. That's great information. Now, I want you to tell the audience where they can actually purchase Black Wall Street, and I also want you to tell them where they can uh tap in and 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 with the values of your nutrition side of your business and how they can reach you from that angle. But and I also want to remind you when we finish this call to send me an email with that information so I can post it and and, and you know kind of put you guys out there and make sure we keep supporting each other and what we do from that.
1: Oh, yeah. Much love, George. I got you. Um, So if you want to support the board game, go to PlayBlackWallStreet.com. Everything spelled normal, PlayBlackWallStreet.com. We have the second edition already available. So You can go ahead and purchase that today. We have the Masterpiece shirt. We have an ownership hat swag on there. So, you know, go ahead and have fun. Um, the masterpiece edition is available for pre-order. So if you do love black art and you want to get a collector's edition of the game, you can wow. still go to playbackwallstreet.com and pre-order your masterpiece edition. Um, now for the health side, right? The holistic health, if you want to learn just how to live your best life. And we, we make it like, we make it fun. Like we're not just talking there, talking about health and and. and throwing down facts and percentages all the time like we're talking about our life we're talking about our family's life so we we do make it fun and engaging so you can go to truehealthforever.com get some materials there you can also search for true health the number four ever so forever um, on all podcast platforms anchor spotify itunes all that good stuff and you can also find us there so we have new episodes every week we bring in guests sometimes as well so george you want to come in be a guest and talk about Really, uh, you know, that that mental health and how we can yes. get ourselves to that next mindset, that growth mindset, yes. wealth mindset. Love to have you. We've had real estate professionals come on, health professionals come on, uh, entrepreneurs come on. So, yeah, go ahead. True Health Forever podcast. Tap in with us, please.
0: Oh, uh, And don't worry, guys. I'm going to make sure I post this so you guys, when you watch this video, you'll be able to see it. And right in case you didn't get it all now, so you'll be able to write it down, save it please make sure you share and support us as black business people and and our information. And it's good for us to see each other on the air. It's good for us to see each other coming, commenting about different things in life and just really just being real, Mm. just being real, just being people, just having fun, enjoying life. We listen to a lot of things and a lot of things that maybe we shouldn't listen to, but when you got some healthy people talking about some healthy things, some healthy issues, and also you can comment on, on both of our shows, mm-hmm. both of our uh, uh, social media outlets. Comment and share and, and don't be a participant. Don't mm-hmm. just be a listener, be a participant because it's, it's good for us to bounce things off of each other. We learn and we grow from those things that, w- that we share with one another. Now I'm gonna ask you one last question. And, and mm-hmm. actually it, it, I read something and it talked about the, the tips of uh, how to build a modern black Wall Street. And I'm gonna give you the, the five things just in case you know, because I didn't, we didn't prearrange this conversation, so I don't like to throw things on people and then they have to think back. Well, what did I say? No. So I'm <laughs> gonna, I'm gonna read the, the five things that you talking. You can address them as we, as we go through them. You said focus on your niche. That wasn't one, number one things. Yep. Let's
1: so fo- focus on your niche. Like everyone has their own lane. And I think even, even myself, like I've, I've, I find myself swerving into other lanes a little bit like, oh, I can do this, I can do that. But it's like, no, when you're building your business and when we're thinking about building a next Black Wall Street, we need experts, we need excellence in each individual field. So find what your lane is. And for me, I'm, I'm getting real, real comfortable in education right? And I I think I I was trying to to leave education for a second, but I I think I'm I'm getting real comfortable in education and that's gamified education through board games, that's education through podcasts, through uh, our online education platforms as well. Like I just really want to teach Black history and teach finances. And that's going to be my lane. So for for George, it's mindset. It's coaching. It's taking other people to the next level so that they can perform and do excellence in their field. For my queen, it's it's health. So she's finding other creative ways that she can improve people's health. For other people, it may be art. It may be dancing. It may be financial um, advice and investments. It could be real estate. Find your niche and be an expert in that and offer that service to the community beautiful the next thing
0: you say you say quality quality quality
1: yeah so that that kind of builds on on the niche but i think sometimes we we assume that because something is black owned it's not going to be the the best quality as a as a gucci or as a as a lamborghini as a lexus right and i want to help this this disprove that right like when you buy our game the first edition, you know, it was it was it. was eh. like <laughs> we, we definitely uh, gotten better since that. But now the, the masterpiece edition quality board game. Right. And there's a there's a, a new exotic car company. I'm forgetting what it's called, but Master P just invested in it. But they're making like super cars, black owned and they look like Lamborghinis. Uh, my my friend uh, started a clothing company, Rare X, and he's creating really quality clothes. And ten percent of the proceeds go to supporting foster youth. So it's mm. how can we not only build black businesses, but build quality black businesses, so that it's not a Oh, well, I'm just going to support a black business because they're black. It's no, I'm a, I'm a go shop there because their items are actually more quality than what I can find on the regular market. So want to make sure that we are producing quality work out there in the next wave of black wall street.
0: Okay. And I want to chime into that one specific topic real quick, just to make sure that we have a good understanding too when things are happening when we are creating our businesses as, as black business owners and sometimes we may not have the financial means and sometimes it could be just knowledge and understanding where to go to get things produced and manufactured. Give the brother a break sometime, <laughs> you know, because sometimes, it, like you said, your first game, you were learning, but you, you had something you wanted to get out of you that you knew that we needed, but you didn't have everything in place. So let's not be so critical in the in the entry level stages of sometimes of black businesses. Give them a chance to grow, build some financial stability, yep. and then be to be able to produce those things that they want to produce on quality level. So let's be a little bit considering, a little bit lenient sometimes. Let let it expand. Just like with Devon's situation, now look at his board game, his masterpiece edition. Like I said, it's spot on on point. If he never would have gotten started with the first one, then we would have no Black Wall Street game. Mm,
1: fire point, that was fire, Yeah.
0: yeah. Next, use technology.
1: Yes, use technology, right? So again, in my opinion, 100 years ago, they were able to build black wall street with no technology like there was no internet there was no zoom there was no podcast like they just did it and some, somehow we were able to build this amazing city this amazing neighborhood so that means that we can at least do what they did but how can we add a layer of technology um there's tavana evans out in atlanta who's building uh, a black specific uh cryptocurrency called guap coin right mm-hmm. how can we use guap coin to help D- distribute the, the businesses and the currency of Black folks in America? How can we use the, the internet to connect Black businesses all together? Especially, and I don't know, I'm not sure if this might be the next thing.
0: Well, listen, we were having a conversation with Devon Travail, the creator of Black Wall Street Board Game, and he was taking us on an amazing journey of his life and how the game came into existence. And we we were at the conclusion of our conversation. We had gotten to five points or five tips on how to build a modern day Black Wall Street. He'd given us three of the tips. Tip one, focus on your niche. Two, quality, quality, quality. Number three, using technology to your advantage. And he was about to explain the fourth tip which was the value of education. And the value of education is something that is essential to us in a community of people that we must take advantage of to be, put us on somewhat of a level playing field or even get us in the game in most cases to continue our efforts and our wealth building and it's essential to our wealth building process. Number five is corporate structure. You have to be able to put your business in a position that is structured properly so that it can manifest the benefits and the wealth that you've been dreaming of all your life. So I didn't wanna leave you hanging with the last two tips, but there we are, now you have all five of them. We got disconnected uh, because of the internet and I hope you enjoy this conversation. Please follow up with Devon and make sure you go to his, his website and purchase his board game and play it with your children because it's, it's a very interesting game. It's very resourceful. It starts our brains and minds to thinking about the things that you know we want to instill or that we've been trying to instill in the youth for a long time. But it also gives you a sense of uh, creativity and belonging and what's taking place in the history of time. So I look forward to seeing you again. Thank you so much for engaging with us. I hope you have an amazing day. Come back and see us again.